Hello, this is Jessica Jimeno, and you are listening to Flip Switch, the podcast and blog that helps teens and 20-somethings understand depression and bipolar disorder. This is part two of two parts in the Manic Overspending series. Many of these strategies can also be used by people who do not have a mental illness but want to save money. But first, tell me what these two people have in common. Greg, a 28-year-old, bought a house 10 minutes after he saw the for sale sign. He already has a house he's paying a mortgage on. At just 20 years old, Lisa, a college junior, is already in debt. She hasn't been able to make payments on three different credit cards. Sometimes, Lisa can't pass up a good sale, especially when shoes are involved. What do Greg and Lisa have in common? They both have bipolar disorder and spend too much money during mania or hypomania, respectively. People with bipolar 1 experience mania, while people with bipolar 2 experience hypomania. Both mania and hypomania produce feelings of elation and overconfidence. In Greg and Lisa's case, that overconfidence is seen in overspending. Like thousands of people with bipolar disorder, these two lack impulse control. Is there any hope? In part one, we examined the problem and looked at one solution. Now, we continue the quest for answers by examining three more safeguards to stop manic overspending. First, say no to credit cards. Second, create a budget. Third, get an accountability safety net. First, say no to credit cards. Even for students without mental illnesses, credit cards are a temptation. For college students, credit card offers are everywhere. When you see solicitors from credit card companies on or near campus walk on by, or better yet, run in the opposite direction, some colleges give students names, addresses, and emails to credit card companies as part of marketing deals. This might explain why you keep getting offers in the mail. If this is happening to you, get on the government's opt-out list by calling 888-5-OPT-OUT or 888-567-8688. Remember, being on this list will reduce the number of offers you get but it will not eliminate all unsolicited credit card offers. If you are already in credit card debt, get back on track by making the largest possible payment every month if you can't pay the full balance. Once you're done paying off your debts, don't get another credit card. Not having plastic at your disposal will force you to live by a budget. Second, Create a budget. Even people without mental illnesses can benefit from budgets. Want to know what your priorities really are? Save your receipts for two weeks. See what kinds of expenses should be decreased or eliminated. Do you need to go out for pizza every time you're with friends? Aren't there times when you can just chill out at your dorm or apartment eating whatever's there while playing games or watching TV? You can outline in a weekly or monthly budget how much money will be spent on eating out, for instance. Or you can avoid debt by setting limits based on your weaknesses. So, if shoes are your weakness, 
only allow yourself to buy one pair of shoes every two months, but make sure that's not an $800 pair of shoes. Be sure that if you limit spending in one area, you don't start spending too much in another area. What good is it if you stop spending too much money on video games only to start spending thousands on DVDs and Blu-rays every month? Third and finally, get an accountability safety net. An accountability safety net is a person or persons who will keep you from spiraling into debt when you're feeling manic or hypomanic. This starts with not shopping with people who enjoy spending lots of money. If you're manic and buying the same $200 dress in green and yellow, don't be with someone who's going to be like, what about red? Get it in red too. Accountability begins with shopping with reasonable people who are not afraid to keep you in line. You can also have a joint account with a parent, or if you're married, your spouse. If you need two signatures to make large withdrawals, you are less likely to make outrageous purchases or shop relentlessly. If you're a college student away from home, your parents can give you a monthly allowance rather than full access to your finances. A monthly allowance allows you to have fun without getting into debt. Keeping a net is something you can do until you're better at handling mania and controlling impulses. To conclude, today we finished the Manic Overspending series with Part 2. We found three safeguards to stop manic overspending. First, say no to credit cards. Second, create a budget. Third, get an accountability safety net. Before the next podcast, you can always hear other podcasts and read my blogs on the FlipSwitch page at www.bpkids.org forward slash flipswitch forward slash podcast. Leave a comment. Be heard. Until we meet again, this is Jessica Jimeno signing off and saying thank you for listening to FlipSwitch.